welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 506 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, and me good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I am very good. Happy New Year to you and everybody. Put it there, pal. Shake hands. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) You okay? You have fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a bit of COVID and a bit of colds and stuff in the family, Mm -hmm. uh, which knocked things a bit. But apart from that, everything was good. Great. Very good. Yeah, actually, I I don't know if it was COVID. Uh, I didn't feel too good between Christmas and New Year, but run down uh, but maybe that's just uh, maybe it's just well we have that time off and you know you're in that weird bit between Christmas and New Year when you don't know yeah. what, when you don't know what day it, it is it's hard isn't it because um, we used to get colds and flu and now uh, every time anyone gets cold or flu they think COVID ah! and they, yeah yeah uh, you know, um, I mean, I don't know. I didn't even. I, I didn't do a test. We haven't got test kits inside. I did, I did loads of tests just to kind of check I was okay because people around me were coming down with it. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. But, but I, I mean, amazing. I was okay. I mean, I've I've had it three times, and I've had that much vaccine stuck inside me. I don't know if there's any room left for yeah. anything. Yeah. I don't even know where we're up to on that. I mean, I'm uh, I'm in my early 40s, so I don't think I get called anyway. But I think my dad was called in for a, for a top-up, I can't remember, where yeah. uh, plans have changed, haven't they? I think because my kids haven't had any jabs, and I think the plan to vaccinate children has been pulled or something like that, maybe. Uh, anyway. They, um, there's been like obviously flu jab and uh, yeah. COVID last year, year ago. I did the crazy thing of having a flu jab in one arm and COVID in the other arm at the same time. Oh, that's and hard that call. Was, that knocked me sideways. That wasn't, that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. You're a sucker for punishment, eh? So how's your Christmas thing? Been good? Yeah, very nice. Uh, pretty standard fare, really. Didn't travel too far. We're quite lucky in that we're not one of those families that need to kind of jump in a car or on a train um, and go visit family hundreds Mm. of miles away where everyone's close by. So uh, we had a big-ish Christmas day with in-laws coming around for lunch. Um, Mm. My mum and dad close by as well, so Mm. got to see them and Mm. plenty of stuff in between Christmas and New Year. Mm. But yeah, we'll talk about it as we go on to the episode today, but the best, I mean, as much, as great as it is to see friends and family, the best bits for me were those days where we set aside like nothing and just chill yeah keep the curtains shut mm. keep your pajamas on lads and just yeah. yeah movies occasional games we'll stick some food in the oven or mm. uh and yeah just so that, that that idea that um you're allowed to take some space yeah uh, is so foreign for so many people you know people do work hard so, um, yeah. yeah, and you know, you, you there's, mm-hmm. we do have commitments over Christmas to kind of yeah. see people, and you know, or, you know that's that's really important as well. But yeah, well, as we'll talk into this show, you know, it's important to make time for yourself, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Take a breather and take a breath, really. Yeah. But yeah, I think as we are so such busy, we lead such busy lives. A lot of us mm-hmm. that when we do take time to breathe, then your body can react in funny ways. I know yeah. that my wife's all the time, really, whenever, because she's a teacher, so she has these weird work cycles, mm. which are great in many ways, obviously, because you get big chunks of time off. Mm. But because you work so intensely, those six-week chunks or mm. 12-week 
time term chunks that when mm. you get your time off mm. your body goes what the hell's going on and uh that's when she'll get ill all the time yeah. it's weird the, it? the amount of people that go on holiday though and then end up coming down with a sort of viral thing yeah i know yeah so um yeah. all right so you, there's a block well for a new listeners perhaps mm. I, have, I have noticed an uptick in, in downloads recently so hello to everyone that might be listening to the who's show new. who's quite oh, yeah. new um liveinthepresent.co.uk is our website and sean always writes a blog post to accompany these episodes which you're welcome to read and we use that as a bit of a kickstart really to to for me to disc to what we're discussing so have a look at that um and yeah hello uh, if you are new um but yeah this one's about new year and resolutions and the ups and downs of whether we should be setting goals at this time of year and that kind of thing. So I, I, I think that, that this whole idea, um, and it can be a bit of, this, bit of a misnomer sometimes about creating mm. um, resolutions and stuff, but it's like we have been through a tough time, you know, the whole COVID stuff, the lockdown stuff, um, the financial crisis stuff, you know, and it's like, okay, are we going to carry all that with us in our minds and our hearts into the new year? Or are we going to be able to put it down? And create something new, something different. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I mean, you'll be able to go. You go through the website again. You can go back and listen to previous New Year episodes that we will have done for the last six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, I think we have erred on the side of not necessarily focusing too much on having to set goals. Some people's brains and psyches will need that to get them through the year, or have. Some, but mm. not. You don't have to have a resolution. No, I think that it's having like an intention. Mm, okay. It's like pointing you in the right direction, is it? And you may not get to the, the goal that you were thinking in the first place. If you get part way there, you know, you're a success. You've done, you know. Yeah, and you've got yeah. some stuff around you want to get fit and healthy this year, hey? Or Well, yeah, after yeah. everything I've been through with the heart and the surgery and all that kind of stuff, um, I was with the consultant uh, at the end of last month and um, and he was... Saying to me, yeah, there's no reason why you shouldn't get running again now. Good. Just work your way back into it, you know. So, I'm going to try that over the next few weeks, just starting to do stuff. Go out there. Because I, mean, I used to get up every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, out of bed, 5 o'clock, gear on and go and do a 5K. Yep. Yeah, and then I'd do a longer one at the weekend usually. But yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, and I, I, they did say that, I, that it was being that fit that got me through having the heart infection. So mm-hmm. it might come in handy again. Yeah, right, definitely. <laughs> further down the line, don't want to yeah. freak you out or anything. But yeah. well, that applies to all of us, doesn't it? If you've got that underlying strength in your body, yeah. Uh, generally, it's going to be a good thing and come in handy. Yeah, me- message wise, you would have got ill, however fitted you, you'd been with that infection, you would have got it. Yeah. Yeah, what gets you through it is being fit. That's what the Having recovery. The underlying awesome. heart strength and the yeah. cardiovascular stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah yeah cool well for me yeah again i haven't set any resolutions at all um because as i found through doing this podcast and just growing a little bit older and wiser hopefully it just doesn't suit me really to kind of set myself up to fail for that kind of thing uh, I, I, I think that if you and we can set ourselves up to have negative experience you know if we do the i will and i must and i ought and i should and all that kind of stuff um that we can so easily end up giving ourselves negative feedback and then it has the reverse effect. We end up feeling bad, not good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. You'd be, so we'd be wary of that. And uh, that's something I've... Mm. I, found, I dug out a book, actually, or a, a journal from... Uh, we were having a real clear out before Christmas. Um, 
Oh, we were shifting bedrooms around, getting the lads out of one. We were mm. going back into another. So you just mm. kind of uncover all this detritus that you've got. And yeah, I found a, a, a journal from years ago, probably when we were doing more around the courses, in-person mm. courses around yeah. intention and plans and goals and stuff. And mm. some of them were, I've ticked along the way, but some of them were like, oh, I didn't do that. And it made me feel a bit like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I've missed, I've, I've failed, you know. Um, yeah, and that, that's the important thing is you don't set yourself up to feel bad. Yeah. That's important, yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, at the start of the year, typically in recent years, I've had like an eco goal, um, which I haven't actually done this year. Last year it was the getting off gas, so we and you so it was kind of six months of learning about alternative heating technology mm. for a mm. standard three bed house. Mm. Uh, and we're now sitting in this basking in the warmth of mm. electrical heat. Uh, we've got an air source heat pump out the back. And yeah. is it it's pretty comfortable here, yeah, would yeah. you say? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. no qualms. That was really yeah. interesting learning about that last year. Mm. And I'm really proud, quite proud of myself that we've got that done. Um, but this year I haven't set a target like that. Not because we haven't got stuff to do in our lives. where we need, We've still got a diesel car that I need to sort. Um, but I'm more focused, I think, on spreading having that wider reach so as much as i do personally to reduce my impact it's it's tiny it's dropping the ocean now mm. as a as a counselor and as a public figure of sorts mm. there's more i think i can do in terms of impacting locally dozens hundreds of maybe thousands of people you know and so you're going to go electric car uh well probably you'll regular listeners will know that i'm not the biggest fan of the automobile in general as a mm as handy as they are um they have other side effects to um yeah. and there's too many of them around yeah. so yeah my focus has been on re- reducing our mileage in the car anyway so we we only do five six thousand miles per year yeah. in in our car so it doesn't really make financial sense for me to invest in an electric car yeah. that we wouldn't use that much anyway yeah. um i might try and keep my eye on like a second hand one so we could get rid of the diesel and yeah. But then if we're just using it for local trips, then we are, we're already cycling and e-biking mm. around and using the bus and the train whenever we can. Mm. So, yeah, my thoughts on the car are mm. still, still a work in progress. Mm. But, yeah. But anyway, like I say, mm. sp- sp- sharing the learning of this heat pump thing, in like, because there's a lot of fear out there about heat pumps, and mm. uh, which I've found to be... Some of them are, you know, merit worthy of merit, but a lot of them are like, no, that's just not true, you know. And and I know living in this house, there's probably two hundred houses on this estate that are mm. almost identical in terms of mm. their profile and their heat loss. Mm. Every house on this estate will work with a heat pump. So it's mm. like, hmm, how can I trigger mm. some thoughts in people's? And there's a load of money out there for people to make the change. So mm. that's what I'm going to be focusing on, on an eco side this year. Anyway. Yeah, you know, and that leads to a lot of questions about how you effectively talk to people and, and engage with people without ramming it down their throats. How you kind of, you know, this is stuff that is relevant to the podcast. How do you speak and engage with people and try and? I, d- I think that the thing for me with the heat pump is I am watching you. Mm. So and it's like if I can see that it works for you, then it can work for me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So and I think that's the thing. It's by. Uh, it's not a theory, it's practice. Look, works. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Because anyone can be telling you theories. Yeah. Yeah. But it, if you can actually see that it works, then you can do that. Yeah. It's 18, 19 degrees in here and pretty uh, mm. 
very comfortable heat level, mm-hmm. not drafty. So, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, I won't go on. I could do a whole episode about that. So, I won't no, we about... should. Yeah, yeah, and heating is very important to a comfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, comfortable life. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, let's get positive then, because that's the kind of a theory of the blog post, indeed, about getting your energy going, and and it's a lot about choice. You talk a lot in the blog post about choice and the. the so we all have I that. Do, we're script writers, aren't we? Yeah. We're, we write scripts every day when you wake up. You write a script for the day. Yeah. Um, we don't always realise that. But, and if you don't like the script, you just really you can change it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we write scripts for life, and we're writing scripts for next year now. You know, we are thinking about okay, New Year, what's going on? Yeah. And we got choices, and that's the thing is that we got choices. And if we got choices, we can write the scripts that we want. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have that time off over Christmas. A lot of us, again, I'm talking in general, so a lot of people will have worked through Christmas anyway. But for the people that have that chunk of time off, I guess an initial indication of whether you're on the right track is how much you were dreading going back to work or not. Like, for me, that's something that I think is is a real indication of whether you're on the right track or not. Were you dread on January the 2nd or the 6th or whatever date it was, were you dreading going back to work or were you in a place where you're like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go now? And uh, like, what was it for you? I, I don't experience, I've got to think this <laughs> the other day, I don't experience work and not work. Mm. It's like, I, it's more like I live my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, my family do get a bit peed off of me sometimes if I'm doing too much in their eyes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, essentially, I'm not working, I'm living. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it is that thing we, we, we used to talk about when we were running the courses about you know do, do you work and have play time or do you just live your life you know what I mean and I don't really go to work I just get on and do what I do you know? yeah you have things to do yeah. and you, we've just, mm. we won't tell the specifics but you've had some quite serious stuff to deal with in the last 24 hours yeah yeah where she, excuse the term, but the shit's hit the fan with yeah. some people that you work with and yeah. you've had to... So when that phone call comes in and you know it's going to be something that's serious, I take it you're not dreading it, you're kind of ready to go and it's just like, yeah, ready to help. But it's, it's that's it, isn't it? It's like none of us know. We walk out of the front door, we don't know what we're going to walk into. Um, and it, it's that thing about it doesn't matter what happens, that's not the issue. It's like how do you respond to it? That's the issue, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah okay and it doesn't have to be negative yes difficult things happen um, and we have to deal with losses and deaths and grief and all that kind of stuff yeah but there are always positives as well mm-hmm. um, but it's fine in the positive yeah yeah indeed um, yeah I'm kind of working with a, a smile on your face as well I guess is that that's something you talk about in terms of but it, it actually has a physiological effect yeah yeah, if you walk down the road and someone is smiling as they're walking along, it's because their brain's full of positive endorphins, right? right? But if you smile, your muscles tell your brain that something good is going on, so your brain will start to produce positive endorphins. I met with someone this morning, actually, quite a key or local um, community figure who I speak to all the time about stuff. Uh, and he's always got a smile on his face, um, and it's kind of his job to be happy and be uplifting <laughs> In, in a lot of ways um, but I can it's, you can see the smile is all it's not it's painted on I don't mean it like that um, but you can see that he's so used to smiling that it's kind of like that all the time but because mm-hmm. I, I know him quite well I can see in his eyes that he's actually quite 
knackered and yeah. he deals with a lot of stuff so i always check in when i see him like mm. how are you doing and you know are you, mm. you taking enough time for yourself and he is generally um but i quite like that about this 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 chap that i know because yeah he works so hard and you can see that the smile is not just painted on it's there to to uplift everyone but the, the thing that's amazing about smiling is that if your brain's positive you smile if you smile, you make your brain positive. But the weird thing is that if someone else smiles at you, your brain responds like you're smiling. So by smiling at other people, you're actually making their brain secrete positive endorphins. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, you go up to the cot and there's a baby in it and you smile and go, oh, could you, could you go? And the baby smiles back because you're smiling. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, that's something that we yeah. all naturally do or yeah. most when we see kids. Or... But, but that happens if you're going down the road... I mean, it's weird because this time of year, people do it more. Um, different parts of the country is different. But when you're walking down the road and there's a couple coming the other way, do you go, morning, hiya, you know, how you going, you know, weather's good today. Do you make some kind of, or do you smile and nod or what do you do? Yeah. You know, or do you ignore each other and look the other way? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my things about automobiles as well. I wonder if we should have, we should have a more design. Um, this is really weird stuff, but cars look quite angry now to me like the aggressive you know hunched down yeah, hunkered yeah. down or big front ends with massive mm. grills they look quite angry whereas a car is, has a face doesn't it with its two li lights and its mouth in the middle um, maybe everybody should have to um drive soft top so that you can actually yeah. talk to each other the oh. traffic lights oh yeah you're right yeah below a certain speed windows should come down so that you're forced mm. to kind of talk to people because our, our interactions in cars can often be quite aggressive we mm. we have lights that we can flash and we have horns that we can blare mm -hmm. uh and it's you don't have when you walk in or when you're on a bike there's much more you're at low speed obviously so you can interact mm. with people and you have Mm. There's no windscreen there. I'm fascinated by all mm. that kind of stuff and how, yeah. Part of my um, New Year's res and getting fit is to start using my bike more. Oh, yeah. You've got so, a beautiful e-bike. Yeah. So, I mean, things like the factories that I cover, mm -hmm. uh, which I was starting before I had all this heart stuff. I was using the bike to get to those. Yep. Uh, I should go back to that now. You must. When it gets a little bit warmer. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, mm. I I prefer, sort of prefer riding at this time of year when it's not super icy and. Um, yeah, but one of my things but, is is that since I had this heart thing, I get this kind of rain nose. My hands go circulation. Go yeah. white, yeah. Um, yeah, but I love so, putting on a pair of gloves and a hat and just yeah, I love yeah. being out this time of year. Um, just a little bit warmer, and I'll be there. Yeah, give yeah. it a few yeah months or two, we'll be there. Yeah. But yeah, okay, I'll hold you to that. We'll, we'll get you out on your rebike again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to talk about choice because you've you've listed in your blog post kind of four four things around choice. So tell me the basics around what why you think choice is important uh, as we kind of at this time of year in, in particular. I think it's easy, especially when you're um, watching our news broadcasts, to kind of go along with the misery and the oh my god. And there's loads of it around. You know, we got this post office thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah even I gave in and watched the TV yeah. show in the end. And yeah. like, wow. But, <laughs> but there, there, there are so many examples out there of horrific things going on. And it's easy to go along with that. But in reality, if you're, you know, if you're out there and you do smile and say hello to people, or if there's someone who needs a hand and you give them a hand, you know, they need to lift something in the car or whatever, you know, keep me hand with that. Yep. You know, and it's like, it's amazing 
if someone's trying to do something and someone appears out of nowhere and says, can I help you? And they help you. It's amazing what effect it has on that person. Yeah. I'm trying to instill yeah. that in my blooming kids because, yeah, we went to a farm shop over Christmas and my, my, I waited outside with Cooper and my lad went in uh, and he went and there was an, old, an older lady behind him and I was just waiting to see how William would go in and whether he would hold the door for this, this mm. not to be like chivalrous and mm. a gentleman, just... And he didn't. He walked. He ploughed through, and he he wasn't aware of this person behind him, and the door shut on her. And I was mm. like, so I went and said, "Oh, sorry about that." Yeah. So mm. she laughed about it. But like, had a word with him later. I was like, "Listen, man, did you did you see what happened there?" He was completely aware. He wasn't being rude or anything. Mm. He just barged through, and because he's mm. a kid, mm. he wasn't aware yeah. that the door was slamming shut in someone's face. That's mm. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know how I can teach that, and whether it's just something you learn over time. But you know, he's a great lad. He's gonna be fine. But it's just like mm. little things like that. Um, mm. Like ah. Oh, wonder why he hasn't learned that yet or yeah at what stage i hope he will and i i don't know whether manners as they were are on the decline they appear to be mm. you know people aren't as polite as they used to be or as kind yeah. of respectful or thoughtful. i wonder i think they've always mm. been on the decline i think every every generation will say oh in my day but in my, when I was a boy. but at the same time maybe you're right you know but i told you about that thing where i held the door open in, in the hospital for a, a young lady Oh, who, yeah. Who, the spiky-haired lady <laughs> who told me I was an effing chauvinist pig and she could open the door herself. Took offence at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's quite yeah. rare, I would say. But yeah, yeah. That's, uh... Are you having fun there, dog? Cooper's, yeah, very comfortable in the presence of others, aren't you? <laughs> Don't wind him up there, or yeah, well, the episode will be shot to pieces. <laughs> He's very comfortable in the presence of others. He is. A bit of affection. He's a tart. <laughs> yeah, a tart. Uh, but yeah, we have choices, don't we, of how, about how we go through doors and how whether we look behind us to see. But if we got else is going. We, we're making choices all the time, aren't we? And it's like uh, when when someone has just got on your nerves and uh, you want to tell them to sod off. There there are different ways that you can do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yes, maybe you do need to communicate. You know, okay, there's a boundary here. No back off. Mm. Yeah, but it's like, how do you communicate? And if you just think of it. Yep. about what we're doing. I think that that's the thing is that people act without thought. Well, you've got mm. yeah, you've got in here the choice. You've got choice and fear, duty, joy, and responsibility. So right, just using that door example that I've said about William and Will does listen to this podcast. By the way, he listens to it before he as he's going to sleep. Are you will? Um, do you think do you think Will had a duty and a responsibility to hold that door open for for someone? Well, it, it's. The word responsibility <laughs> comes from the word to respond. So it's like respondability. Yeah. So if you respond to other people's needs, you're being respondable or responsible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'd, I'd say it's a respondability issue. Oh, okay. We have to respond to each other's needs. Don't we, Cooper? Um, yeah. Because, yeah, the, the choice and joy. I think there's there's a tiny bit of joy involved. If you, yeah. if you do something nice for someone. I'm sorry to hold Will to account here. You know he's a he's a cracking lad, and he's doing yeah. really, he's doing so well. Like proud of him in yeah. many many ways. Yeah. But the, I think the key point is that even if it's subconscious, there's a tiny bit of joy involved there in in doing yeah. something for someone, isn't there? But but <clears> that's the thing about it. it and it can add it, up through a day, man. You know, ten of those things through a day. Yeah. Add up to it. If you measure <clears> the blood of somebody putting money in a in a beggar's hat, right? Putting the money in the hat makes their blood spike with positive endorphins. Mm. Yeah. 
yeah and like actually being charitable and helping other people actually affects us it makes us feel better well yeah again using will as an example we were in liverpool it wasn't this it was last year i think but he had his wallet with him and he had a little bit of change he was going to spend and we passed a homeless person and it was him that turned back around and said i want to give a bit of cash to that fellow and we let him and he went and did it so uh i mean fair play mm-hmm. it was like one of those moments where your kid does something and you're like oh yeah, my yeah. God, that's incredible wow. man yeah. um and you know he will have got a benefit from that william and the chaplet that you mm. gave a couple of quid to mm. um so again yeah like i say these we have these chances through the day where we have a choice on how we yeah. respond yeah. to the world and it can all add up to quite an impressive amount of uh endorphins and goodwill can't it yeah and I'm not sure about the the duty idea, like I have a duty to be. That sounds a bit too kind of logical and mechanical yeah. to me. I mean, you know, okay, if you're in something like, like the army, you know, where you, you are in a dutiful situation, that's fair enough. But I mean, everyday issues, like just be responsive. Yeah. Yeah, responsible. Mm. And um, let's look after each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, those myriad of little everyday interactions we have I, mm. I think we kind of probably maybe we overlook the importance of those and mm. how they can yeah they mm. could, that could be the key to like mm. world, world peace couldn't it rather than these massive great grand gestures we all do yeah, just yeah. like um, but that's it isn't it it's it's like world peace comes from people looking after each other and that means whoever is out there in front of you it doesn't matter what their gender race um orientation is doesn't matter you know so, so if they need looking after, look after them. Yeah. You know, and if we all did that, you know, there wouldn't be any problems, actually. Mm. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I put there, people are complicated, aren't they? And that includes me, yeah. me and you. Yeah. It's like, um, you, yeah. De- you deal with some complex stuff. Yeah. Uh, very complex stuff, but yeah. you're a complex guy yourself, aren't you? Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so complex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Do you want anything else to add to this? Or, uh, no, no, no. I, what what, what I'd say is, is I, if we're looking at resources, I'm, I'm saying, okay, we're going to write a script for 24. Mm-hmm. So let's do it intentionally, you know, and what do you want to get out of it? And sometimes it's useful to go over the past year in terms of what were the highs, what were the lows, what did I learn? You know, what could I have done better? That kind of stuff, because that's learning and growing. Yeah. But it's like, if all of us have good directed aims that are our intention for this year, you know, like, like I, I, I don't know whether I'm going to end up riding my bike all the time and get rid of my car. I don't know. Um, but it's like I'm, I'm going to get back on the bike, going to get myself moving again, get a bit physical. You know. mm-hmm. And, and I think there's books that I've been working on, a series of books that I need to get finished. I've got some crazy ideas that I need to get out there. You know, yeah, and uh, and and like the, the the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Is growing again. It's getting bigger. Yep, and uh, uh, we we need to give that a push as well. You know, so we we got things to do. We don't need to, you know? but we we can do. We can choose to. Yeah, it's That's interesting that need all needs. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know? but yeah, we could choose to, and I think it, yeah, we should do. Yeah, um... I need to choose to. <laughs> 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 All or right. do I choose to need to? That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I've neglected to find a link or a, uh, a, a resource, but I'll try and find something as a little treat and surprise one when I put the uh, yeah the show notes up. A treat resource for this one, yeah. Ed's uh, going to give everyone a bar of chocolate. Yeah, so. guaranteed. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Thanks, Sean. All right, well, let's keep okay. this up nicely for the year. And uh, see you next week. See you on the other side. Yeah. Thanks, everyone.